0: Welcome to The Purpose Podcast. My name is Rachel Stevens. I'm here with my husband, Zach, and we are so passionate about your purpose. We really believe that God's destined you to win your world. And so we'd love for you to like, subscribe, and share this podcast on all platforms with somebody that you, as you listen, you say, gosh, this would really be encouraging to them. We'd love for you to share it and to keep up with every week when we launch.
1: That's right. So So it is Easter week.
0: Easter week. This is my favorite holiday of all holidays.
1: So, just before we get started and want to talk about today, do do you guys, whenever you were growing up, do you have any silly like Easter, 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 Easter like traditions that you guys would do?
0: One Easter, um, when we lived on, we lived on military bases. They had the Easter bunny go to everybody's house, and so were these big giant Easter bunny paw prints outside of our house. What? And that's it. That's the only. I mean, we did Easter baskets, but that's what I think about. Like, it was cool.
1: What is? So there's eggs. We did
0: resurrection eggs sometimes.
1: What's a resurrection egg?
0: You don't know what those are?
1: No. What's a resurrection egg? You know what
0: they are. It's a a carton of 12 eggs, and inside each egg are these different items that help talk about the crucifixion and the resurrection of Christ. Like, buy them at (laughs) LifeWay. We never did that. Are you serious? My whole
1: life, we never did that. Your parents Mom and Dad, (laughs) did you not love me? You Come can, on. You can
0: still do those today. Just Google resurrection eggs. You can buy your own.
1: That's hilarious. No, I n- I've never heard of that.
0: Oh, uh, We didn't like search for them in the yard. We just did regular eggs. Well, let me hikes. ask you a question.
1: Where are these eggs coming from? We have the Easter bunny, but bunnies don't lay eggs. Where are the eggs coming from?
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I literally, I was thinking about, I was like, What's with all the eggs? (laughs) The bacons. Yeah, I I I don't know. So maybe we should have done some research. If you know (laughs) if you know We should have Googled it. So two two things for comments. One, where are these eggs coming from? Where do we get that? And two, if you would rather go with the most outlandish reason that you can think of, you know, we would love both of those in the comments, please.
0: I think we should be able to decide who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like what's the real Let's
1: one? Let's not let history have anything <laughs> to do with it. Let's do it ourselves.
0: This is the best answer we hear.
1: I would say I, I'm just partially The I'm most not creative. A big fan of the eggs. I think they stink. I think the dye stinks, makes a mess. So, you know.
0: I always think about that Cadbury egg commercial where um they have the duck. But the cat <laughs> because and he puts the the Um, bunny ears on. That's what those are. I was going to
1: say mouse ears. Oh, (laughs) man. Wrong animal. Moving on. Okay, we've crashed and burned. So it is Easter week, um, and uh, we're really... We We
0: love Easter. It's the best.
1: It it really is. It's it's our favorite holiday, um, and we we really do love it. Obviously, when we're celebrating uh, the death and resurrection of Jesus, and I do want to encourage you, if you didn't watch the Holy Week extras that we did, um, they were just... They were really challenging just to do, just to read about it and to learn about it. And again, there's always something you don't know, like the, the uh, silly, but like even like the resurrection eggs, or if you never went and looked at the, the Holy Week stuff and everything that happened in that one week leading up, um, and then how that should manifest in our life that those things did happen. So I want to encourage you, uh, even if you're watching this down the road and it's after Easter, two things. One, uh, we're going to have some really what I would call ministry time today, which is I don't know if I've ever heard or seen a podcast where there's ministry time, uh, so we're going to do that today. But then also, uh, if you didn't watch that Holy Week stuff, even if it's later, it's still hyper-impactful, uh, That what Jesus walked through, what Jesus did. Um, and so I want to encourage you to take some time and do that. Equip yourself. It will, at least for me, it really did push me forward in my purpose. Uh, if for nothing else, gratitude, uh, just to know what Jesus mm-hmm. did. So, and I know that really impacted you, Holy Week, learning more about that and doing that. I know we didn't get to do those together, but I know you really uh, enjoyed learning that challenged you.
0: Yeah, content was great.
1: Yeah. So, hey, uh, what we're going to do today, again, a little bit different. It's going to be a little less uh, just us talking to each other and at you and really going to be a little bit more interactive. And you may say, how's it going to be interactive? I'm listening to this, you know, uh, a day after you shot or, or a year, whatever that, whatever that is. Really, the, what we're going to do is we're leading up to Easter. It's a few days before we celebrate that. Um, and so what we want to do is take some time for introspection. So if you're driving or if you're at the gym or all that kind of stuff, that's totally fine. Uh, but if you are in a place where you can, well, actually, even, even if you are, if you're at the gym, your coffee shop, whatever, wherever you're at, uh, I do want when we ask questions and we ask you to think about something. I do want to ask you to stop and to think about it, and don't just let this be, um, you know, just kind of uh, intellectual exercise where you just listen to something because you're supposed to. I know I've done that in the past where I just listened to something because I was supposed to, and it really was life changing, but I just kind of flew by it. Mm. Um, and so uh, I, I want to read, uh, read you a I want to read you a a verse out of out of Psalms, um, and uh, and then we'll do that. But then we're going to do some exercises before we apply it. And this just really impacted me in my study. This is Psalms 149, verse 6. And it says, uh, Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hand. And so I I think that, you know, a lot of times we do not put those things together, our praise um, or our songs and our swords. Uh, But Easter is a time where whenever Jesus died, and rose from the grave to give us life and to give us ministry and to give us what he says in John 10, 10, John ten ten life and life to the full. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think we miss out on so much of what Easter represents. And so, really, what we want to start first is and again, this is part of that response time. I want to ask you to take a minute right now, uh, whether you're watching us on video, whether you're watching, just listen to us on audio, wherever you're at. Are there some things in your life uh, that you haven't repented from, as as we come up to Easter, uh, you know, because before this, before Easter, uh, you had to make a sacrifice. You know, you had to you had to come to the priest and have somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we learned in Hebrews that Jesus was the high priest that we so desperately needed. Mm-hmm. And so, is there anything in your life that you haven't repented from? Is there a a, a, a sin? Whenever I say, hey, do you do you need to repent? Do you need to and repent. Just that word means turn to God. Is there anything in your life? Is there any part of your life? Is there any relationship in your life? Is there any way that you're walking where you need to uh, repent? And I'm going to give you a second to add some stuff, Rach, before we pray. But um, even think about it in the values we talk about, the values of our family, but also the values of our church. Is there any way, any place you need to repent when it comes to how you are or are not loving God? Is there anything you need to repent from in how you are or how you're not loving people? Is there anywhere that you need to repent uh, when it comes to how you are or you're not living out your purpose, discovering and living out your purpose? And then finally, is there any place where you need to repent because you are or how or you're not winning your world? Um, and so this is a big deal, and uh, and it's it's a big deal because what Easter represents – is the change from the old covenant to the new covenant, where we don't have to go through somebody or any sort of religious exercise to repent, that we could have a personal relationship with Jesus because of what he did. And so I'm sure those things are coming to mind right now uh, for you. Um, Maybe you haven't loved people well, or maybe you know there's a purpose you're supposed to walk and you're not, or you haven't shared your faith. Um, But here in a second, I'm going to have Rachel uh, just pray for us. But let's just take some time before we really highlight and celebrate and really challenge each other in our purpose of winning our world and what that looks like uh, this Easter week. Let's just take some time. What's that look like? What What are the things that you should or need to repent of right now to lay down? Uh, and what a great week to do that. So, babe, is there anything you'd add?
0: I think just um, as we consider that concept of turning away from sin and to God, like unbelief is sin, so if there's things that, you know, God's spoken and you've chosen not to believe them, like part of loving God is believing everything that he says um, about who he is and about who you are. And um, so just reflecting on, hey, how is there unbelief in my life, especially as we celebrate like the crux of your faith is the resurrection. Everything about your, the Christian faith is on the resurrection Mm -hmm. of Christ. And um, so is there just parts of you, like of your heart and of your mind that don't believe And are we willing to be transformed? Um, Even like right now, like repentance is such a beautiful thing. It's, it is the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. Mm. This is not, it's not, God's not angry. Um, He loves you and he has the most for you. And he doesn't, we talked about this the other day. We had a really interesting conversation just about how when God asks us to do things there, it's not because he's a tyrant. We both have very different experiences in our life. Because there were choices toward holiness, and when you make the choice toward holiness, when you make the choice to um, be transformed and to receive sanctification, like, in a walk in that process, you are saved and rescued, not just, like, hey, eternally, but from the hurt and like the things of the world that God literally you should never have to experience that sin causes. So repentance is not just because God wants you to obey; it's because He has so so much more for you, and He doesn't want you to experience the death that that sin brings—emotional, um, relational, and spiritual death. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, oh, go ahead. No, that was it. before before Rachel prays, I just feel led to tell you, hey, there's probably some people who. Two things: one, you feel like you've repented of something in the past, and you've you've done it too much. You can't repent again. Like there, there there's no way. You know, there, there's no way God's going to forgive you. And what I, what I would tell you is, you're projecting uh, human love on or natural love onto God's supernatural love. And so, whenever Jesus died mm-hmm. on the cross, He died for every bit of your sin, every bit of our disobedience, mm-hmm. every bit of things that I would do wrong. Um and so that that's not true. Uh it just if, if it's a sin you've lived for a while, it, it Jesus <laughs> Jesus' is good will always outweigh our bad. Mm-hmm. Um if we'll just choose to choose it. Um yeah. and then the other one is some of you guys may feel like you've done something too wrong. Um and so I, I just want to encourage you, it's just it's just not true. Um, it's just not true. Uh for all of sin and falling short, glory to God. Um, and the the wage of that sin is death, but the free gift of God's eternal life, there's there's nothing. There's nothing too great uh, mm-hmm. that, that that he doesn't forgive, that he doesn't love, that his blood on the cross didn't pay for. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage you in this time where we are taking a moment to repent um, uh, and to lay stuff down, that he, he's enough. Mm-hmm. He's enough. And because he's enough, he's allowed you to be enough. And so, um, again, I, I know I, I don't want to beat it up too much. I think um. you guys have heard enough to know what it is you need to lay down. But let's I just, just have to pray. Yeah, pray for us. But yeah. as you praise, just let it go. Release it. Turn from it. Repent. Turn mm. from whatever it is and turn to God.
0: Yeah. Let's just pray. Lord, we love you. We're so grateful that you are who you say you are, that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that you are peace, that you are love, um, that you're the great physician Mm -hmm. and um, that you um, are the great redeemer, that every single thing that we've ever done um, you looked at it and said, nothing's going to keep me from loving you. Nothing's going to keep me from being with you. And so, um, Father God, we just ask right now that you would expose us to ourselves. And we just, we want to turn from our wicked ways. We want to turn from sin and we want to turn toward you. We ask that you would make sin, um, that it would taste like vomit in our mouth, that it would dis- that it would so um, deter us that we would look at it and our hearts would be so broken and we would be so detested that we would be made unholy um, because you called us to be holy. So Father God, we we turn away from our selfishness and our um, idols and we, we turn to you. We want to love you, God. Um, we turn from our selfishness and from our own gain and our distraction that we wouldn't be able to love and see people and serve people like you've asked us to. God, we repent from our disobedience and um, we've asked us to to pursue you, to learn more about you, so that we could walk in our purpose um, and win our world. Feather God, we just we turn toward you, and we we lift our eyes up, that we would not miss opportunity that you set before us, that we would know you more, um, experience greater uh, the kingdom of heaven, and more so the opportunity to see it expand. That we wouldn't miss it because our heads were were just. Um, They were bowed in shame or our eyes were turned and distracted. So Father God, we just ask that you would just loose in us a spirit of freedom, that we would walk in a holy confidence as sons and daughters of the Most High King, and that above all else, we would worship you and serve you, that you just wouldn't have parts of everything, but you would be everything, that that's what you asked of us, that you would be our everything, and that's that's who you are. So would you just, would our hearts be transformed right now as we turn our eyes um, and our hearts to you, King Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. I want to reiterate that, Psalms one forty nine six, and this is for you. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth. The reason we want to repent is to get that sin, to get that distraction out of our mouth, out of our mind, and the praises of God be in our mouth and the two-edged sword in their hand. And I pray that as we let go of sin out of our hands and out of our hearts and out of our mouth, that it would be replaced with Praises to God, and with the two edges of sword. Again, if if you want more on that, you can read Ephesians six and the the sword of the spirit, which is the word mm-hmm. of God, and in our prayer, which is amazing. Hey, I want to take some time right now, also. So now that we've dealt with us, you know Daniel nine twenty uh, refers to when Daniel repented for himself and for the nation. And so, if you're a Christian, which you're most likely most likely a Christian if you're listening to the Purpose Podcast um, and just leading up to Easter. But hey, uh, I don't know about you. I was, I was reading while well, I was reading a Barna study the other day, and one of the top reasons that people with no faith or other faiths the the issue they have with Christianity is the hypocrisy of Christians. And so that that's that out of the, the top three, I think it was number two. That the second most reason they have an aversion to Jesus is because of the hypocrisy of Christians. And so, and I don't think that there's anybody who wouldn't say Christians have some work to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, we've taken some time personally to repent, but now I want to take a moment. I want to pray for our brothers and our sisters, um, uh, because we will be held accountable one day Mm -hmm. uh, for what we did and didn't do with what God gave us. And so I'll I'll do it. But will you just take a minute and pray? Uh, Maybe you have people in your life, believers in your life, uh, who you just want to ask God, uh, just to shake them awake. Some people with some crazy gifts, some people that you know they're living away and that God would draw them in. So let's pray for the just just nationwide, worldwide. Let's pray for believers right now. Mm-hmm. God, we come before you uh, during Holy Week. Um, God, we just want to pray for believers. We want to pray for Christ followers. Um, God, and we we wake up every day with the purpose and the vision of equipping Christ followers to win their world. And so God, we just want to Right now, I just pray for a supernatural focus, God, I, Holy Spirit. I pray that you draw people in, um, God. Wh- whether people are far from you, or whether people are distracted, or people are religious, or whatever it might be, God, we just want to lift up Christians, Christians, uh, that they would be, that they would be just. You, you would open their eyes, remove the scales off their eyes, like you did the Saul of Tarsus in Acts nine, reveal us or pull the scales off their eyes where they're so distracted with politics or. Social media, or or division, or uh, or offenses that that they that they're distracted from your love and how you told us to love. The new command I give you, Jesus said, to love each other as I have loved you. And you laid your life down for us. You washed the disciples' feet, God. uh, Right before you were going to the garden to sweat blood and then to and then to die, God. You told us to love people that way. And so, God, would you just shake your church awake? Would you just shake your bride awake, um, God? And I pray that when we see people far from you, it wouldn't sit well with us. Like what what Paul said in Romans nine one through three, that he's in anguish for his brothers and sisters that are far from you, God. We just we want to honor you. We want to hear well done, good faithful servant. We want to walk in intimacy with you. We want to walk in power with you. So God, God, please focus us. Uh, please. Draw believers in, God, and and not just. And I pray for Easter. I, I know Easter can be a frustrating time uh, for committed Christians because it's packed. Faith promise will go from averaging, uh, you know, sixty five hundred. We'll we'll have close to twenty thousand at Easter, and that can be a little frustrating. But God, we're not going to be frustrated. We're not going to be mad. Holy Spirit, we're going to ask you as they're in your presence for transformation. Mm-hmm. For Romans 12 2. A, a renewing of their mind, not a conform, not a uh, conforming to this world, but a transformation of their mind. God, God Let them just get a, a glimpse of your love, a note from heaven on your purpose for them, because God, they're not called to survive. They're called to thrive and to win their lesser well, purpose. So God, please draw believers to yourself. Draw believers to their purpose. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, um, I want to take a minute. I'm going to ask Rachel to read it. Um, she reads much better than I do. I'm going to ask Rachel to read something. And there's, as you go up, and we can't we can't study it all today, but there's two passages that I think are great to read in preparation for Easter. And I'll tell you why. Uh, the first one is, is Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53 is a prophecy of the suffering Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but whenever you read it, you're going to be really struck because Isaiah there is a word for, there there are word for words word for word manuscripts of Isaiah that were found uh in the Dead Sea Scrolls mm-hmm. which date 700 years before Jesus ever born and Jesus fulfills all these prophecies which we talked about in the Holy Week uh extra podcast we did but Psalm 22 is really impactful and uh, and again Jesus quotes Psalm 22 quite a bit uh in in this in these last days in his ministry but I'm going to have Rachel read it, and then we're going to pick out just a thing or two to highlight before we before we wrap up a few more ministry times. Oh, I didn't realize it was that long. <laughs> well, yeah, go ahead and read it. We'll, we'll it stop is. throughout.
0: Okay. Psalms 22.
1: Do you, do you remember, by the way, like just Rachel and I— I was we like were, really
0: getting ready to read there. Sorry.
1: When, when Rachel and I were in Israel, um, and uh, Caiaphas, the high priest of the time yeah. where Jesus is— uh, when Jesus is on trial, he's at Caiaphas's house, mm-hmm. and they say this is like a grade A site, so they're pretty sure this is Caiaphas's house. And like, they where they're kind of their like, um, holding where like kind of their prison was, was under kind There's of like a hole house. in the
0: ground, and you can see down into this like dungeon type area, like. It,
1: and this is where Jesus would have been yeah, he whenever, sat down there when he starts pulling some of these things out. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, just just read some of this for us.
0: My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you, our ancestors put their trust. They trusted, and you delivered them. To you, they cried out and were saved. In you, they trusted and were not put to shame.
1: And I just want to stop there for a second. So if, if you remember right there how that, how that starts, right. that's what Jesus cries out.
0: On the cross, yes. On the
1: cross, right before he dies. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And again... I what what we just gotta be careful because it's it, it's so easy to think about Jesus almost like a fairy tale like it happened so long ago but Jesus really did suffer these things mm-hmm. so that we didn't have to uh, which which is super special but uh, well
0: and at this moment we have to remember all he's never experienced sin ever. He Mm -hmm. never sinned. He's never not been in a hundred percent communion with God. And in this moment, he's on the cross and the sin of the of all of humanity is being heaped upon him and separation from God. He's experiencing it for the first time Mm -hmm. like how devastating like you just think about like the emotion like we're not talking about just like the physical torture like the spiritually emotional relational death that he was experiencing yeah i mean you think about before you knew jesus you're and you're like gosh i don't know how people do it we've talked about this we've walked through things where we're i don't know how people who survive who don't know jesus who don't walk with god and we have you know imperfection and brokenness we experience um we don't have the same experience that Jesus had because he was fully God. And so I just, I think it's important for us when he says, like he, when he says those things, it's not like, oh, I just feel, I just kind of feel far from you. He's Mm -hmm. never experienced. yeah, And that he, he experienced that for our sake and he didn't have to, he didn't earn any of it.
1: Yeah. And this, and, and as she keeps going again, just think about whenever Jesus, whenever Jesus, he only quotes parts of it, but Mm -hmm. He is leaning back on, because David is the one who's written this, and David's in anguish when he's writing it. Mm-hmm. And this is how Jesus feels. I don't think we often recall or put ourselves in a position to realize the anguish that Jesus experienced. But yeah. some of this language, this is where Jesus' mind's go mind goes in this time of crucifixion, in this time of suffering. So, sorry, keep Well, going. I
0: love that. Can we just yeah. say for a second, when you are in anguish, where does your mind go? And Jesus was to the Word. Mm-hmm. He went to the word like it was there. There is scripture to articulate my, my most, my, the deepest sufferings, there was scripture to articulate yeah. it. He didn't, um, and I just, he didn't go to sin. That's good. He went to the Word, and I just, for me, it's so challenging. That's powerful. When I'm in my most, uh, when I'm suffering, I don't always allow the Word to speak for me, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes, I, well, it always can do a better job than my yeah. own flesh. <laughs> right. Okay, so we'll, we'll start back Game in We're at verse six, but I am a I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. Mm. All who see me mock me. They mm. hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Mm. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. That's
1: exactly what he's going through.
0: And they say that to That's him. Exa-
1: yeah, yeah.
0: If you're God, call your... You know, come yeah. down. Yes. It's so... I, I just... Isn't the word interesting? If you... And this is why... The Bible, like the type of literature the Bible is, is designed to be meditated on. It's not meant to be just read one time, but there is so, there's so much illusion from one section, which is, again, just points to how this is literally God's story over the course, so many different authors, 66 books, it's still one story. Mm -hmm. And it is the, I mean, how miraculous the fact that the word yeah. exists. It is supernatural. It's a supernatural book. So yeah. anyway, these are things that you may not, you're like, Oh, I can't believe Zach or, you know, you saw that or Rachel, you, you heard that. Like when you read that, that's what you received. We've been meditating on the word, mm-hmm. you know? So just continue as you read it. You're going to see these things too. Um, so we'll start back at verse nine. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you. Even mm-hmm. at my mother's breast from birth, I was cast on you from my mother's womb. You've been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near and there mm-hmm. is no one to help. Huh. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls of Bashan encircle me, roaring lions that tear their prey open their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water and all my bones mm-hmm. are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It is melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a pot shirt and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth and you lay me in the dust of death. And I just—we should like stop for a second. All,
1: the, all those, all that stuff is is happening. Oh yeah, know? and so he—he's he, obviously he is. I love this. He is encircled. They stab, when they stab yes. him in the
0: side with that spear, and they yes. pour out like they talk about like the water coming out of him. Like he
1: poured out like water. My and that that would happen in in when people are being crucified mm-hmm. because of how they're hanging. Mm-hmm. Usually their shoulders are pulled out of joint, and then uh, you, Your, remember they tried to put the the gall. Yeah, they lifted it up to him. Uh-huh. His mouth. His mouth is dry; <laughs> mm-hmm. it, I, it, it's it is it is wild. And you lay me in the dust of death again. Just what he's putting himself through mm-hmm. just to make way for us is 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 wild.
0: Verse sixteen: Dogs surround me; a pack of villains encircles me. They pierce my hands and my feet. Mm. All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. This is, this is, this is the crucifixion story. Right. This is, this is Jesus' experience, moment for moment.
1: And this stuff. This,
0: this was written hun- hundreds and well, hundreds of years before.
1: But what's what this, this was, whenever David wrote it. I know, yeah. It was allegorical for him. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't really crucify David. Like David didn't have his, we, at least there's there's not any of the, like the chronological writing or, or the, the historical writing that would say, because it, it, it does talk <laughs> about like, David and what he walked through, but this stuff didn't happen to him. He is speaking like very much a he thinks this he's speaking is an
0: analogy for figuratively yeah.
1: about, but this is what literally happened to Jesus. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just it's just crazy when
0: you talk about the inspired work of God, yeah, you know, anyway. Um, 19, but you, Lord. Do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life, from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lion. Save me. From the horns of the wild oxen, I will declare your name to my people. Mm -hmm. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. Mm -hmm. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help.
1: Before you keep going, just Mm -hmm. just really quickly, he he talks about there just the the people who didn't. where where is it? For you fear the Lord and all the descendants honor Jacob.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but I, I just I just think for a moment, whenever Jesus is thinking about this, because he on the cross he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. This psalm is in his mind, so on his heart. How few people hadn't forsaken him. Like or, or sorry, how few people were still there. Yeah. All we really know of is the two Marys and John, you know. Um and I but even now, like you think about Jesus and 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 the ministry he's called us to, I want to be there. Like I, I don't want to, don't want to be Peter. I don't want to, I don't want to forsake him and walk away. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I want to be one of those he sees uh, serving him, being there for him. But sorry, yeah. keep going.
0: Okay. Uh, Twenty-five. Mm-hmm. From you comes the theme of my praise in the great assembly. Before those who fear you, I will fulfill my vows. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before him. Mm -hmm. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive. Posterity will serve him, future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim His righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, He has done it.
1: Mm. That's, I, it I don't know. That, that just it blows me away, you know how all the things that Jesus fulfilled mm-hmm. um, in, that, in that ministry. but uh, we could spend the whole time talking about that. but I just want to have one more ministry moment. There was a time for all of us where we didn't know what Jesus had done for us. We didn't know. Um, we were far from him. Uh, we were lost. And I think so often we we just forget about the people who are still lost. Mm-hmm. And Easter, at least in Faith Promise where we've been apart, Easter is the time where we see the most people come into relationship with Jesus, and like a, a, a one confined weekend or experiences. And so I just want to pray for the lost. I just want to pray for people that are far from God um, and that our hearts will be broken for them, uh, but you know, and we can share our faith, and I pray that we will, because your purpose is to win the world uh, to Jesus. That's a, that's the primary reason that we're on this planet. Uh, but I just I just want to take some time and pray for people that God would draw them in. Um, you know, whether they're rich or poor, or single or married, or happy mm-hmm. or sad, or addicted or free, whatever that is, all, all walks of life, all areas. Uh, that we could just pray uh, that they would that they would come in a relationship with Jesus, uh, whether it's at a church, any church, or whether it's somebody who's just been, you know, uh, really uh, convicted and, and sent on mission by God. So you mind just praying for the lost? Yeah, let's do yeah. that really
0: quick. Lord, we know that you love people way more than we do, and that's the distance between you and those that you've created causes your heart, great anguish and suffering. You long to be with your children, just like a mother um, longs to be with her child. So father, we just ask right now that you would uh, that know we know that the Bible says that no one comes to the father unless mm-hmm. they're drawn. So um, we don't claim that we save anybody. We know that you um, Holy spirit, you draw people into yourself and that's just what we ask for right now. That you would begin to draw people into yourself, that every person that would come into a church this coming Easter weekend, that their hearts would be soft and that their eyes would be opened and their ears would be opened and the lies of the enemy would be silenced, that they would hear truth, and that, um, Father, you would draw them to yourself as people celebrate Easter, that you would create, um, that you would just. Allow for opportunity for us to walk in boldness and in obedience to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus, that we would celebrate Easter way more than Christmas. We're grateful, Jesus, that you came. Um, But the whole reason you came was for Easter, was to die for us. And the whole reason we get to walk in victory is because you conquered death. And so, would you, um, Lord, we just ask you to glorify yourself in us that your story. Um, that your glory, that your honor would be elevated in all areas of our existence and that people would look and they would see the goodness of God. So we just ask that, Lord, you would just begin right now to draw people into yourself, that every, every person listening right now, Lord, I just ask that the people that you've laid on their heart, that Holy Spirit, you would, you would, um, you would uniquely author such a moment that they would get to see and witness that person coming to know you. Lord, what a beautiful gift it is to be a part of um, sharing your testimony and watching somebody else overcome by the blood of the lamb and that, the word of what you've done in their life. So, Father, we give you our stories. We give you our testimony. We ask that our witness would be untarnished and set apart, that you would be honored in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, there's something just as you share your faith this week, as you're inviting people to your Easter services, as you're getting excited. Is to remember that um, somebody coming to know Jesus is amazing, but you have um, part of your purpose is to disciple that person and to walk with them, to teach them how to love God, how to love people, what their purpose is, and how to win their world. Mm-hmm. And so, as we have at our churches all around the nation, there will be people who come to know Jesus, and choose to be in relationship with God and they won't know how to do it and God has sent you to teach that person to love that person to walk with that person that's what's so amazing mm-hmm. about the church the body of Christ we're designed to have brothers so y'all brand new family members that're join um, the body of Christ and you get to be a big brother or a big sister to that person and welcome them in and love them just like Christ loved you
1: that's right well hey we love you so much we pray that you just walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. You discover and live out your purpose as you win your world. Have an amazing Easter, and we we will see you next week.